From the minds of Australia's biggest live stage late night talk show comes a podcast too raunchy for the stage, too funny for the radio, too short for the Netflix, and too diverse for the Australian TV. Clean your ears and calm your fears. Your salvation from mediocrity is here. It's Edward Weekly. And Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ebsworth Weekly. This is the podcast on the talk show, on the man, on the spectrum. We <laughs> have an amazing show with the Dream Team back. My boy is back. He's going to do our intro. I've missed it. I've missed it so much. So hit me with it. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who was born and raised in a cult, but he didn't let that stop him from getting over 140 subscribers on YouTube. It's Colin Ebsworth. <laughs> Thank you so much, bud. A man with an incredible beard and our hats off to her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a man needs, who needs a Sherpa just to put on a hat. It's Sam Cribb. <laughs> and Thank as you. always, we have one of the best things to ever come out of Australia in the 80s. It's Brown the Twist. Josh Mills, our audio producer. <laughs> and back-to-back -back returning champion, here to defend his title as the best co-host that this show has ever seen. It's hey. Cameron McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to steal my job and he's actually doing a pretty good job at it. He's doing pretty well. I am fucking sweating over here. I know. I'm so sorry, Samuel. For those of you who don't know, Sam uh, had the spicy cough and then went to Melbourne and now he just thinks he's better than us. Yeah. Which is In my defence, I forgot to sorry, tell we you can't why I was... properly. One of your scarfs that you bought over there is wrapped around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Try it again. In my defence, I forgot to tell you I was going to Melbourne <laughs> and then told you a day before the podcast. Yeah. And you go replace me. It was ridiculous, man. But honestly, um, Cam came in at the at the last moment, saved the day, which is really terrific because, unfortunately, the stand-in broom, I had uh, had a <laughs> just had a breakdown. Just had way too much personality. People aren't going to believe that's sad. <laughs> that broom's <laughs> killing it. <laughs> was crushing it. Yeah. Just falls over, like knocks on the wall, like oh shit. <laughs> like, this guy he went hilarious. there. He oh my it. god, he really cleans up. Okay, I, <laughs> I love that. Did you already tell him the day before? Because you told me on Wednesday, I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. I'll sort that later and then just didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, he told me and was like, I'm really sorry, man. And I was like, you tell Josh because I don't want to, I'm not. Uh, yeah, that was the first thing. <laughs> you get told off by dad. <laughs> that was the first thing you said. You didn't say, hey, it's okay. Or you weren't mad. You were just like, you have to tell Josh. <laughs> My face is a happy boy. You got to tell Josh and let him say stuff like, I'm disappointed in you and you shouldn't have done this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were mad at me. You gave him the song. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, we're very happy to have you back. But your job is on the line now because Cam's a, a pretty strong front runner. <laughs> yeah, Cam's my favourite too. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, sorry, the broom's made its way back into the <laughs> But we've had another uh, killer week here. We have a new guest on our show next Thursday as well that we're dropping. So not only have we got Australia's biggest hypnotist, Matt Hale, we also have one of our favourite comedians, Luke Joseph Ryan. And joining us as the musician is Chaz Meter, an incredible <gasps> local MC and phenomenal vocalist. Cam, you've seen him? Yeah, Charlie. Uh, what's it? Charlie Meter. Yeah, yeah Charlie yeah. Moon Meter. He goes. Yeah, Charlie by. Moon. Yeah. Charlie Moon. That's yeah. He's dropping this new track, um, "Party with You," which is he's so good. I didn't realize he's a classically trained opera, not opera choir. 
singer. Oh, really? His voice is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. There's sometimes like, like jam jar sessions in Perth where everyone just gets yeah. up and it's such random band and then it, he would just drop and his voice is unbelievable. It's incredible. It was, it's such a pl- – oh, I might, can't believe you got him. That's so yeah, good, man. Yeah, well, he was actually in our last shows, the election edition. We usually end on Colin's Corner, um, which is a recap of what we chat about and we thought it would be funny with the election edition to do a kind of a, a rousing political speech, which was not well received by people over 40 in the crowd. <laughs> uh, and he comes on halfway through and just starts singing your the voice and some people got it and a lot of people didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> this third Thursday, tomorrow we have a new show. <laughs> and then finally we filmed two more of the cold opens and I think they're some of the best sketches we've ever put together. One of them is Sam <laughs> Sam gets roped into making NFTs but doesn't realise he's just making amateur porn. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is Sam watching the news being very influenced by and it leads to all kinds of shenanigans uh, and he may or may not have shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm very excited about that. You guys, how have you been in the last two weeks, Sam? You recovered from the cough? Yep, yeah. Came down with the COVID. Man, I thought it was going to be a breeze because I heard people were like, I had it and it was fine. Yeah. I was wiped out for a couple of days there and mm. I had a real scary sore throat because it was almost like it was a sore throat that I'd never experienced before. Ooh. At its worst, it almost felt like there were things crawling in my throat. Ugh, no. And it was, uh, and then you woke up. Yeah. And you're like, spiders, are you guys okay? <laughs> Do the spiders have <laughs> <guys> okay? <laughs> Cam recently had it as well. How'd you go, Big Sauce? I was tickety-boo. Yeah, I, that's what I, I had. no issues. I think because I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I think it's the Scottish blood. Like, it's just a cold, bro. Like, okay, <laughs> people have fought this off for years. Yeah, yeah I am also a delicate little flower. <laughs> yeah, you're very did, – um, did you get the fever dreams? Colin was in Nam. Yeah, um, fever dreams. Which you would know about if you listened to last week's podcast. You haven't even done your fucking homework. <laughs> I refuse to listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to my job being replaced. It was pretty good. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Everyone loves it. It's really good. We just brought in a Sam AI. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if that topic was in my butthole? <laughs> my knees hurt. <laughs> this guy's incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beep boop. Come, come, zero, one, come, come. Uh, <laughs> So some crazy stuff has been happening in the news that we just wanted to break through. These are two wild stories that I saw. The first thing that jumped out, Peter Dutton, who is the almost uh, soon to be leader of the Liberal Party because they had a problem with being too relatable. So <laughs> they Voldemort like, will help. Yeah, they were like, you know, we need a really dark, gritty DC retelling of Humpty Dumpty. That's <laughs> <laughs> I was born on the wall. You are merely building it. (laughs) You're like, okay, all right. So he is in and apparently he said that at the NRL grand final, Macklemore's was going to be playing, doing his song Same Love. But apparently he said if Macklemore does Same Love, then it's only fair and right that an anti-Same Love song be played afterwards. What? Yeah. (laughs) So he wanted to hear both sides of the story. Yeah. My question is, what is that song? Do you know? Gay loves better. Gay loves better. <laughs> well, it's anti that. So same love is yeah. Like- so, so same love is saying it's all the same love. Everyone's loves equal. And the opposite of that song would be like, no, no, gay love is superior. Oh, you went the other <laughs> way. Yeah. Wow. Gay love is superior to straight love because you have to you have to transcend social norms that. for that love. Turns out Dutton's surprisingly progressive. Yeah, really I'm cool. a twerking class man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, use a bit of lube now. It's just. <laughs> More like thick, Dusty. Okay. <laughs> That's so stupid. I were, uh, They've got I'll, meatloaf at the AFL grand final. Yeah. It's only fair to have a vegetarian song as well. <laughs> 
So uh, that was a wild thing. Uh, Albanese and this in a stunning turn of what I guess you would say lack of self-awareness. Albanese, after winning the election, flew, I think within 48, maybe even 24 hours to a conference, an international leaders conference in Japan. And the keynote speech was obviously done by Biden, who said and commented like, you just won. Thanks for coming over. If you need to take a nap, you know, that's totally fine. And it's like, motherfucker, what? (laughs) I I don't think you, you don't deflect like that. Yeah. If anyone should be taking a nap here, it's you, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> yeah, I just don't try and deflect and be like, no, no, you you fucking you gas nap lighting. <laughs> you gaslighting me? I'm not tired, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joe, well, you're being a bit cranky. He's like, Putin's invaded Crimea. Okay, well, when he's done with it, you can play with it. Amber Heard keeps copying Johnny Depp's outfits the next day as a power move. Try to use that as a really? Movie. I haven't noticed yeah. that. Someone put it up on TikTok. I was like, "Holy shit, she is!" Like Wait it, a it showed like day ten. Johnny's wearing like a black suit, like um blue tie with a blue thing, and then the next day she's wearing the black suit with a blue like shirt and a thing. <laughs> then Johnny's wearing like one day he's wearing the white thing, and the next day she wear she's just wearing the. Is that uh, that's wild? Because I saw one of yeah. her suits and it looked identical to like something from Doctor Eddie- Evil. Yeah, Doctor Evil. Wearing a Doctor Evil jumpsuit. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna cut to an ad break. <laughs> Uh, now we're back in 45 seconds. Wake up, sleepyhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Last night was so much fun. I can't wait to tell all my friends about you. I've got such a fun day planned for us ahead. We're going to go for brunch first and then oh, and then maybe, maybe the market and then swing by my parents' house. And um. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just squirt chocolate milk in my eye? Where the fuck are you? Was that an up and go? Where are you hiding? Hello? A- any- anybody? Dad? When you need to up and go real quick, reach for an up and go. Wow. They just don't care anymore. <laughs> That's so interesting. Um, actually, just speaking on that, I've noticed that Gatorade brought in a new bong water flavor to cut out the middleman. So I think they're finally realizing what's happening. It already like, comes with like a whole burnt into the side of it. Yeah, like a little piece of hose. You're like, okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, uh, we are going to be cutting to a favorite segment here. It's Reddit on Reddit. Sam Cream's going to be giving us some stories just to prove that he has been reading the news and that he is alive. This is just to make sure that Sam is alive and get that goddamn Detective Ambers off my case. <laughs> He's He's here and he's healthy. Show me where the body is and the other half. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, this first one. I was doing some research because last week I wasn't on the podcast and I just wanted to... Oh, really? That's why the ratings were so high. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I thought it was so smooth. I was like, man, this thing is like listening to Billy D. Williams. (laughs) And I was just... I was looking for a way that I could still feel connected to you guys and the podcast. Real-time kissing is finally possible in virtual reality. Oh. Ooh. That's great. Today's consumer virtual reality systems offer limited haptic feedback using vibration motors as a conduit and handheld controllers. Rendering haptics on other parts of the body is an excruciating task, especially in a manner that's practical in nature and is appealing to the customer. The mouth is a rather interesting area. As in terms of tactile sensitivity, it's second to only the fingertips. Dude, that sounds like such a nerd would say that. It gets <laughs> it, it gets way sadder as well. <laughs> it's clearly made by a bunch of nerds. Oh, my God. Okay. This offers a unique opportunity to add fine-grain haptic feedback effects for the user. 
However, this one-of-a-kind application that allows people to kiss in real time in virtual reality has been developed by Carnegie Mellon University. So they add this thing to the virtual reality headset and a we person... We found the brown note. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. <laughs> A person can literally feel the sensation of a kiss on their mouth without anything having covered it. This next sentence is where you know it's written by kissless virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Researchers also added that the effect is not just limited to the lips but to the entirety of the mouth. Apart from the lips, teeth and tongue are the other two important parts when it comes to kissing. Wow. It's true, man. I love sucking on teeth. <laughs> Not only is this application no, unique, it's more. yeah, but also is a game changer in the technological field. It leaves more room for exploration with regards to full body virtual reality haptic feedback. Good. How many times have you been playing World of Warcraft or The Sims and been like, you know what? I wish I was drowning in a pool because someone took out the way to get in. <laughs> often, often. often I thought that. <laughs> Me too, Sim. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, Sam doesn't play The Sims. He plays The Subs. Um, (laughs) Do you remember that one time when we were living together and I was playing The Sims and we made a recreation of our share house and I made all the people. So I was there, Colin was there, my buddy Mike was there, but we made our buddy Jordan who lived with us. (laughs) We all had like lifelike representations, but but we made Jordan this little Korean boy. <laughs> he was so confused. One day he was just sitting on the couch, like, hey, that looks like a house. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, screaming with Jordan is the funniest. Was thing. he like, am I Korean? <laughs> is this the first time you boys told me? <laughs> then then there was one time when it was me, John, and Mike living together. Mike and I were playing WWE wrestling and we made a character that looks like Jordan. And we were like, we'll just start playing when he walks in the room and we won't say anything. And we start playing and Jordan's character walks out with his intro music and Jordan goes, ha, that guy looks ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. He's even wearing his backpack. <laughs> we might. Oh, my God. Next level conspiracy is they design that, but then they link the two games and don't tell you. So one of them's like you literally just put it on and then it feels like you're getting your dick sucked. And then there's another game completely unrelated where it's just like hot dog eating competition. <laughs> I like the idea of the game is to eat as many hot dogs as possible in VR. <laughs> okay. All righty, here we go. Second story. Sheep sentenced to three years in jail for killing a woman. <laughs> you only get three years for murder. <laughs> well, apparently the sheep found out that the woman was cheating on with her husband. <laughs> Billy Goat Rough. <laughs> In a bizarre case, a sheep in South Sudan has been sentenced to jail for three years after it was found guilty of killing a woman. It comes out held jacked. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out, it yeah. comes out with like one of those teardrop tattoos. <laughs> Little teardrop tattoos. And it's just I like, killed someone. Yeah, got to make sure that my pen faces Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> According to Sudan's iRadio, the ram was taken into police custody in South Sudan early this month after it attacked a 45-year-old woman. The ram had repeatedly headbutted the woman, breaking her ribs. The 45-year-old died immediately because of the injuries. Man. That's a crushed rib, man. I've seen yeah. an Eshe wrapped in wool, but never a, a woolen Eshe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? you got any fucking darts? Yeah. No? <laughs> you got any darts? 
That's ridiculous. I mean, was there an instigating altercation? I would love to know. Yeah, what happened? Rams then just ram people? I guess it's they in do it the name. name. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the only thing they do. We should rename them. They might be more happy. I've hey got guys, huggers. Cam's like, hey, where are we going to find any tree frogs? Because <laughs> 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 this is ridiculous. <laughs> I've been looking at rocks everywhere. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just kill the sh- the killer? It's a ram. No offense, but I know it's pretty inhumane. But it's it's justice a ram. never tasted so good. <laughs> Coming to Disney Pixar, <laughs> it's John Claude Ram Dam. <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> but it turns out he's just got a stutter. That's where the hate came from. <laughs> His Ram Dad was just like, "Why can't you speak properly?" <laughs> if your mother were alive today and not your jumper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ram was found guilty of the crime and we'd be spending the next three years in a military camp. Something that's a military camp. Yeah. To fix it up. to boarding school to you be reformed. It. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God, that's ridiculous. That ram is totally going to get eaten or fucked. Uh, <laughs> probably both. You know what's crazy? Apparently the husband of the woman, uh, every time the ram took the, the stand, the next day the husband also wore wool as a power move. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Three years though, That's and not you much. just you know Scobo would have been would have been in favour of the Ram. You know, yeah. he you know he's got a right to Ram. <laughs> Who were we to tell a Ram what he can and cannot Ram? Scomo would have just given him a job with the, with the fucking Parramatta Eels. <laughs> Guys, I with- found your new set of forward. You know how there's like it's a monkey playing baseball, it's a dog playing basketball, it's a Ram in the NRL, and it's doing very well. So it's not, we're not okay. So with why it. didn't we think of this before? This is really yeah. great at this. And he doesn't play for the Rams. He plays. You got to blame for the rabbitos. <laughs> we actually try the other teams experiment with the rabbitos. Put rabbits in there. <laughs> the Broncos. We tried cats. The Broncos is just a bunch of cars. Yeah, Ford Bronco. Which is we just cops like fucking chasing behind them. People like get out of the car. Oh, uh, what's the next story? All right, this next one. This one's probably my favorite. Monkey business, someone stole Seth Green's Bored Ape NFT, which was supposed to star in his new show. Actor and producer Seth Green was robbed of several NFTs this month after succumbing to a phishing scam that inadvertently threw a monkey wrench into plans for his new animated series. You know how much we love when they put puns in the, in the title. It makes news fun. The forthcoming show was developed from characters in Green's expansive NFT collection. Green teased a trailer for White Horse Tavern at the NFT conference VCon, a comedy that seemed to be based on the question, what if your friendly neighbourhood bartender was Bored Ape Yacht Club number 8398? So has he just stopped trying now? Like, what's happening? What does that mean? There's a <laughs> what trailer, does any of that sentence mean? <laughs> there's a trailer for the show and it looks real bad. Wow. When the actor's NFT collection was pilfered by scammers in early May, he lost commercial rights to the show's protagonist, a scruffy Bored Ape named Fred Simeon. That's not even trying for an hour. How do they yeah. fish though? Because like, I can understand being like, hey, sorry, man, I, I'm really, my, my tax came in, it's terrible. Can you send me some iTunes gift cards? And you're like, okay, I see the connection here. But how do you fish for an NFT? So it's, it's the same way. You just got to, the fishing is literally, literally, it's like fishing. You, you put out any kind of information to just get them to click and mm. go into it. So it could have been an email sent, completely oh. not even NFT related. Yeah. It could be like, hey, your dentist appointment this weekend, buddy. 
you got to lock it in, blah, blah, blah. And oh, then you click on that. And once you click on that, you're going through, you're yeah. accepting to get through. If so that's was... what fishing is. You're just putting out anything that's going to make them bite. Okay. That so makes it could even sense. be, it's a lot of fishing ones. If you want to be more specific with people, you look up their Facebook, find things that are yeah. personal. Like find out who their mum's name is. And yeah. then I'd email, hey, Colin, uh, Linda, blah, blah, blah. And then I like, put it in and you're like, holy fuck, how do you know? And then just anything that makes yeah. it like, oh, this looks legit. And then once you click on it, you're in, you're gone. I wonder what it was. That's... It could have been. Anything. I and also who has like a the- crush on you. Oh, who is that? Oh my god! I would have loved if the footage of him finding out became an NFT. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Just that look on your face. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's a TV thing. show. Anything can become an NFT but, now. But why yeah. doesn't he just still use it, though? I screenshot all those board apes. I own a copy of all of them. So what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Try and sell them. Yeah, actually, Sam, as a cybersecurity... Oh, yeah, you're a cyberman. As a person yeah. who's pretty learned on this, the NFT is just the receipt for proof of purchase. It's not the actual ownership of the asset. Um, it's more like you own the asset, but it's more like the metadata behind the asset. So mm. you own the data that proves the asset is what it is. So you've got those screenshots. Yep. If you look at the metadata, it'll say it was a screenshot taken on your phone from this and it will be the stuff. This IP and yeah, stuff. that isn't linked to the blockchain entry for the actual ah. thing. So, that, so that's why you couldn't sell it because so, you, you can't verify that you own it. Okay, so hypothetically, Cam does a screenshot thing. Would mm-hmm. you be able to sue it if he tried to monetize it in any way? Would you be able to sue him? Is it that yeah, kind of that, ownership? Yeah, that would be like if we just screenshotted like the Simpsons and put it on a shirt and then tried to sell it. Okay. Fox or, so D- or you Disney could be asset? like, yes, you own the asset so that, and the ah. data behind it. But the NFT itself, that token is just the, is your proof of that, the fact that you own it and you yeah. do own it then. So yeah, you okay. shouldn't be able to steal it and resell it then. I, I, I am very interested to see what happens because I think NFTs are so silly. I want this guy. I think they're so silly. I think the idea is brilliant when it yeah. gets put into things like movies and music and bigger things. But, but it's now like, it's just used for different moment, monkeys. At the moment, it's a pyramids game. It's a pyramids yeah. game. Yeah, it's a bunch of different monkeys with, with hats. With yeah. millions creating, of it's creating a really interesting precedent for property rights that have been completely diluted in the last few years. So it used to be uh, you create something under copyright, like let's write, say I wrote a story or something. You would own it for 60 years, which at the time, 100 years ago, was deemed to be enough that you make your big product, you sell it for 60 years, that's your lifetime thing. Right, and, and you then make enough money off and of then it. Then it's public then domain. It becomes public domain. Now those laws would change, so big Disney. companies and For studios like Disney mouse. would be able to buy them. So there's an interesting thing. Uh, Disney doesn't just own the content that its creators make uh, at studios or for projects. It owns everything that a Disney employee makes whilst they're working for Disney, including every form of lewd drawing you can imagine. There is a giant vault that has every fucked up drawing you can imagine that the board artists make because technically it's still owned by Disney and they keep it in a vault so it doesn't get out. And if anyone makes wow. it, puts it online, they can sue them to get taken down. Yeah, they can get sued to wow. take it down. But on top I of would that, pay what happens if you any amount online? of money to get inside that vault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave me in here for an hour and it's don't Donald, ask any questions. Donald dick pics. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, is this even the stuff that artists do at home and stuff? Yeah. Because as a creative, say if you're drawing uh-huh. a cartoon all day, you might be working on your – everyone's got their own dream to work on. No one wants yeah. to work for Disney for the rest of their life. So that, that's literally owning their cre- – you have yeah. to do everything in secret. Absolutely. And silence. So then when you do quit them, they'll be like, no, nah, you made that while you're working on yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a huge Far. thing. So, like, imagine if Sam actually wrote jokes for the show, right? <laughs> never. <laughs> never going to happen, buddy. And then and I was like, hey, man, that joke you wrote, you know, about um, the joke. <laughs> Being you told. Know, that the, joke. You know, all the jokes I write about 
the, the things and the yeah. other one about the stuff. You guys oh, yeah, that one was great. Oh, so like yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Sam's done his signature with the backward S, I'm like, that's mine. That's one of mine. <laughs> yeah. It's an NFT. It's a yeah. no, no fucking time for this. <laughs> Disney does suck, but I do love Disney+. Plus. Disney could make a killing if they release those vault pitches. <laughs> so it's amazing that they so yeah. they might want to be one of the largest collectors of pornographic mm. material. So a lot of times when you sell what's called a, a spec script, which is you know, a speculative offering, you have a script, you go off, uh, you sell it. That's referred to as like a spec sale. So a lot of times if I'm making a film that's similar to something else, I'll buy up all films that are similar. So that's why there was, you know, oh. Bugs Life and Ants, Ants came out together. Time. Yeah, which dad got the fucking title screwed up and took me to Ants when I wanted to see a Bugs Life. So I'm like, when does the butterfly come in? Yeah, the Ants was and the when, adult one, the yeah, Jewish guy. And when does the, the vague allegory for capitalism <laughs> and Nazism stop? And yeah. when does the fun <laughs> crickets come in? Yeah. And I went through that whole film and by the end just had a radical lesson on Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted the guy who was a ladybug and had a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you all look like tiny little that, ants. Yeah. That was a fun a character, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, how scary were the bad guys in ants? The big yeah, fucking the hopper? Cri- yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, terrifying. Wait, but Bugs Life had hoppers. Oh, who was the bad guys in Ants? Ants was the ba- was the actual Ants, the general figure of the Ants. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking Dominic Bugs right. Life yeah. had a scary Bugs Life had the bat, yeah, the hopper, yeah. and they had to come and they give the tribute every week. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Again, terrifying. another vague allegory. You guys should read my script. Well, have you got a scriptical? Yeah. It's have about, you got a script? It's about a podcast co-host <laughs> <laughs> that just gets so angry. He, he, gets, loses he gets mad and his face goes all red and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got big muscles. <laughs> like and he yeah. imports a murderous ram <laughs> <laughs> to teach his co-host a lesson. And also it's got aliens as well because they're cool. Sponsored by Doritos. World's <laughs> <laughs> first movie sponsored by Doritos. <laughs> My favourite thing with movies is to watch the product placement. That's the best yeah. thing. He's yeah. a chip off the old block. It makes no sense. He's <laughs> <laughs> got big trouble and little Mexican flavour. People <laughs> are like, what is this film about? I don't it's know. about ants. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Someone left Doritos on the table and it's about ants. <laughs> Sweeps the Oscars. <laughs> just <laughs> everything. It's yeah. so subversive. It's in anything like it. I get but a billion there's a bunch dollars. Of, there's a bunch of copy of cat films and people trying to do that. Oh, we did a Chip is Born. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we did all the... Um, what's the last that? Cheeto? Yeah. The last Cheeto. <laughs> 12 years of Chip. It's like no. the, the, <laughs> 12 years of Salsa. The Podfather. You're like, okay, none of this. These are just classic films that have been redone. <laughs> Dances with corn chips. You're like Kevin Costner. What are you doing around the twisties? You're not even doing movies anymore. I am. It's not even a film. In this, on this very same vein, when I was in primary school in year seven, going into year eight, we did this like um, creative writing task, and it would be to determine what level of English you are for high school. No, I just write whatever Sam you want. Sam failed. Let, let, your, let your creative <laughs> go nuts. Yeah, they, 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 they failed when he put numbers in the write your name section. <laughs> he put the Batman symbol. I'm like, okay, all right, buddy. I wrote a story and I, I was like, this is the best thing that's ever been written, pen on paper, hands down. It was a story about Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> they stole my idea. <laughs> no, that's a real film. Yeah. <laughs> it was... A story about a taco and a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that were 
roommates <laughs> and they went on a mission to find the salsa and I was so proud of it and I gave it to the teacher. I was like, yeah, next year, year eight, I was in the lowest English class. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, they're marking the roll. They're like, okay. Um, and it's just a bunch of foreign sounding names, people with English as a second or third language. And the chip boy. <laughs> chip boy? <laughs> it's like basketball diaries. We're going to teach you how to read our diaries. <laughs> and that's it. He went to an underprivileged school thinking he could make a difference and then blew his fucking brains out because of one shitty kid. <laughs> The worst story I've ever read. <laughs> this can never see Ooh, the, the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be cutting to a quick break. We'll be back in 45 seconds. Come on down to Walter's Warehouse Warehouse this weekend because we've got too many warehouses. I trusted my son who's back on the pit to do the ordering and boy is he fucked it. So I'm passing the savings to you. We've got big warehouses, small warehouses, regular houses that turn into warehouses in a full moon. Houses you can wear, houses that you cannot geographically point down. Where are those houses? And many, many more. Come down to Walter's Warehouse Warehouse this weekend, corner of Kalgoorlie and Geraldton. It's the giant warehouse. We can be seen from space. You literally cannot miss us. And Kevin, if you're listening, please bring back Granddad's war medals. <laughs> I love that. That is, that is he's terrific. He's back on the pip and he's fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, guys, we're going to finish off with uh, a new little game. It's a first here on the weekly podcast. We're very excited. It's called Bill Quotesby. I don't know if I like that name. Yeah, we should probably change the name. What about Harvey Quotesby? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we're going to give you guys uh, the first half of a famous quote and you have to say anything but the right answer. Okay. So we're going to see. I'm going to give it to both of you guys and we're going to go in a little 1v1 and then just see where we go. Is this for the co-host title? For the title of co-host. Ooh, baby. I don't even want to be co-host anymore, so. Don't try. Oh, well, I want it. Let me have it. (laughs) No, I was trying to nag you. You've got it, Josh. You can cut. (laughs) We got that on here. Um, Obama's like, guys, we got him. (laughs) They try and put you off to sea so that you can't be found as a martyr like they did with Osama, but your head's just bobbing up. My foot's in the Mariana Trench. I'm standing on a fish. Yeah, standing on a fish and a lot of tomato sauce and a rich creamy sauce. You're a Marinara (laughs) Trench? Uh, and it works because your, so <laughs> <laughs> your legs like breadsticks. Because your legs like Yeah, you're like I'm getting a tickle. I think that's James Cameron touching my toes. <laughs> he loves to deep dive. Side note: Apparently, the only reason he signed on for Titanic was because the studio funded his exploration down to the bottom to find the wreck, yeah. and that's why he did it. Like, what a hustler! Like, okay, I'll make a film if you pay. That's like when Sam did that porno because he just wanted to have sex. <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> Free sex, baby. <laughs> Free sex, baby. And that's how ants came to be. <laughs> Story of ants. It feels like a million little blowjobs. They're just biting his dick. Are you just making ants because you wanted to go on a picnic? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to start off with Sam here. Your first quote. I'm going to give you the first half or the whole of like a shorter quote and you just tell me. All right. Uh, your first quote, Sam. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> One small step for man. And one huge step for the tallest boy in the world. <laughs> He's the only person that fills the entirety of the rocket. <laughs> Apparently, I couldn't even go to space because it's like 
the, all the spacecrafts are designed for like max like six four or six five people. Yeah, like and to think that's the only reason keeping me out of space. <laughs> that's really and it sucks. So he really upsetting. wants to go because he's like, and I don't know if you know, but in space, no one can hear you cry. <laughs> that's, the, that's the saying, right? <laughs> Just um, broadcast across the world. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> guys, we're getting some interview. Once more, <laughs> step a man by himself because he left. <laughs> guys, a lot of a lot of men in this cockpit. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> the only thing we have to fear is bees. <laughs> There's so many bees. Everyone runs. People are like, this is way too. <laughs> They're dying, but not fast enough. <laughs> Sam. This is a classic Dirty Harry. Go ahead, make my <laughs> penis come. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Harry, you really are dirty. <laughs> I thought I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I fired off five shots or six. <laughs> Go ahead, punk, make me come. <laughs> More like flirty, Harry. <laughs> All right, Cameron. <laughs> If you build it, you don't even have to change this one. If you build it, I will come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it is it is really it is tied here. Okay, Cameron, an eye for an eye is a pretty good deal. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> are quite expensive. Eyes <laughs> are quite expensive. Uh, okay, <laughs> who we have last time? Sam, say hello to my little. <laughs> You have to do. I'm gonna hold you that one. You got to do something that isn't dick cum related because, okay. guys, the sponsors here, the okay. sponsors here at Johnsons and Johnsons, and it's not the baby one. It's literally dicks and dicks. That's what they call them in the states. Uh, <laughs> all right, you ready? I'm gonna do it again. Say hello to my little, my little poodle. It's got a little dick like me. All right, um, Cameron, keep your friends close. For warmth. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he was raised by penguins. And by that I mean Danny DeVito. So <laughs> he's just a little Danny DeVito. Okay, Sam, the name's Bond. <laughs> the name's Bond. Samuel Bond. <laughs> no relation to James Bond, believe it or not. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Don't like martinis. <laughs> not a spy. And what do you order? You're like, I'll take that Fabergé egg. Shaken. What? <laughs> These are delicate eggs. Milo, stirred, <laughs> not shaken. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take a pint of beer. Shaken, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cam is another one. I, that's, this is an easy one. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> this guy punched me a lot. <laughs> My face hurts. Uh, Adrian! <laughs> the fight hasn't started yet. It's just bees. <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> bees can't fly. <laughs> You're my queen. <laughs> it's my queen versus you. I just like the idea of if Rocky was uh, transposed into a different animal. You know What animal? A ram? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's not about how hard you can get hit. It's about how hard you can headbutt <laughs> and still kill that woman. Um, I'm going to give you one last one because there's... One last one each? One last one each. All right. The tiebreaker. Good luck, kiddo. Tiebreaker. All the best. All right. Sam? Yes? Frankly, my dear, <laughs> I don't give 
Two freaking goddamn shit for you guys to me, lady. <laughs> in one ear, out the other. <laughs> Leave it alone. Oh, you get out that plane. That's soundproof. Fucking get up in that sky. <laughs> Frankly, my dear. Fucking whatever. Frankly, my dear. I don't give gobbies over hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. As a tiebreaker, we're going to do a free for all from Renee Zellweger and Jerry Maguire. You had me at Little Cum Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Little cum dick, you kidding me? He's the best. He's the best as ever been. Well, it's, yeah. I, I, I had a good run on this podcast. I'll hand it over to the king. Little Miss, dick cum king. Little dick cum king. Miss Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? Because I see one, two, three, four, five toothpicks. I'm going to give you the... I just, <laughs> Okay, guys. Sam, uh, I think you win it. You get your job back. He gets his job back. I hate responsibility. You know what? I feel the big takeaway from this is, guys. We have had such a good episode. You should start a podcast, Colin. I'm actually talking with my co-host. Oh yeah. Wait a second. Why are we fighting for a spot? I know how democracy works. Yeah. Okay. Let's. And Josh, either way, you're going to be the sound guy, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll come. Nice. Can we still call it Ebsworth tonight? Though? Yes, we will. <laughs> Ebsworth tonight and then just spew like alt-right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we still keep Colin as the main writer. And it's called that. Not Ebsworth tonight. <laughs> Sells out every time. We all like ABC's like, finally, this is what we wanted. <laughs> That's what we needed. Yeah, that was the missing link. <laughs> guys, that was such a fun episode. Cam, thank you for coming back and thank back. Thank you for having uh, me back, guys. That was really wild and Thank enjoyable. you so much, Cam. I had oh, a good time. Uh, and I'm going to go back and listen to your episode because oh. you're very funny. Oh, you're so cute. No, thanks. We uh, will be doing the extended cut of this, like all of our previous podcasts on the Patreon, guys. Sign up. We are almost so close to our first funding goal. And when we get it, we'll be doing a custom patrons-only sketch. Patrons also get a discount, but we'll be doing a special discount for this upcoming show, which will be going out tomorrow, 2nd of June. If you want $10 off tickets, there's a couple left. You can put in all capitals, no spaces. Matt Hale, our amazing hypnotist guest. We also have Charlie Meter, Luke Joseph Ryan is a comedian. We've got special guest presenter Frankie Rose Thorn. Matt Store will be coming back with his oh, music segment, so yes. which we love to bits, and potentially some extra special guests for all this and a bunch of extra content. Please sign up to the Patreon. We will see you next week with another amazing episode of our second recap episode. So we'll be chatting about everything with the show, how'd it go, all the bits. You'll be able to get some exclusive content. Cameron McLaren, thank you so much for coming out. Thank, thank you, Cameron. Sam Cribb, thank, thank, thank you so much for reminding you, you part of this. <laughs> remembering, <laughs> remembering you're part of this. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, the podcast. I'm going to see you next time. See you later, everybody. I love you. <laughs> see you, Josh. <laughs> Boy. This presentation was brought to you by Puppy Breath Records. Find us on Facebook and Instagram.